All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Continue on. Friday edition, the positive Friday edition of uh, Gregor Show on Sports 1440. Orders Nation YouTube, we are uh, having to uh, deal with the uh, the broken mic. Right now, what's well, not the broken mic, just the uh, the mic holder. So uh, going old school. I uh, feel like I'm uh, on, on uh, some of those podcasts where they just hold the mic the whole time. I don't, know. I don't really like it. Not gonna lie. So uh, either way, we'll power through it here in the in the final hour. The show is always brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca, Alberta's only regulated online gambling website. Where tonight, sixty five million dollars up for grabs. Whew, good luck. Boys and girls, that would be uh, that would be nice. Why, if you won sixty five million, what would you do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's like the first thing you would do? Reinvested in lottery tickets, I would assume. After going to Bubba Gump Shrimp for yeah, yeah. five different shrimp platters simultaneously, I'd say, you know what? It's time to double down. Okay. You win the lotto once, chances are you'll win it twice within a week if you All commit. Right. All right. Wow. Really? Yep. Okay. Mm. Thought you were going to say you're going to invest in some sort of Jordan Everly. Um, like you'd create like a Jordan Everly store. Or something. I'd pay Jordan Everly to come here, and I'd find a way to do it off the book so the Oilers wouldn't have any cap room committed to him. And I'd give him how much do I win? Sixty-five million. I give him sixty-four. Mm. Oh, it's a little, little off books. Yeah, terrible management. Yeah, terrible management. See, what's what up you, with that, Craig Button? You're like the Peter Shirelli of money management, right? The now. reverse. No, not good. Not good. Let's get to the uh, spec report brought to you by G S. Construction, where uh, right now, one of the uh, the best companies in Alberta is hiring. Go to Indeed.com 
and look up GS Construction as they are uh, poised. They're hiring news. They're expanding, growing still as they get close to celebrating 50 years in the industry of GS Construction. Uh, Mark Spector uh, joins us. Uh, Spec, uh, hopefully uh, if you start well, the middle of this segment won't suck. Otherwise, uh, order-itis will have uh, impacted you because that's basically how it's been for the orders. Start well and then complete suckiness for the middle part. <laughs> yeah, well, better a broken mic than a broken heart, pal. That's all I can <laughs> that's say. That's wise. <laughs> uh, they stunk in the second period oh. last night, and they stunk in the second period against Detroit. Holy man. So I guess what I'd say to you is if you're playing 40 good minutes a night, it shouldn't be that hard to figure out the other 20. Uh, yeah, better fair. than the other way around. Not yeah. only 20 good ones. So being positive Friday, I would say to you that uh, – Trying to fix a 30-year game is probably easier than trying to fix 100% of your game. How about that? Uh, yeah, you're probably right um, in the sense, although it's kind of odd why it, I just don't understand how it can just fall apart like that. Like, they kind of had, especially Nugent Hopkins scored that goal late, you know, and Hyman should have had a few in the, well, at least one. Well, couldn't be two because it was the same power play. It should have been at least one. And, uh, you know, that might have really yeah. changed the game. And then, uh, you know, the orders, then they went on a run spec. Um, 12th time in franchise history that they have taken seven consecutive penalties in a game. It's kind of funny, like 12 times. Uh, there's been 197 all-time in the NHL. That's playoffs in the regular season because the orders, uh, their franchise high for anybody listening is 10 in 1991 playoff game against Minnesota. They took 10 consecutive penalties. My goodness, I would love to uh, interview, uh, uh, to hear Glenn Sather uh, and then John Muckler, what they thought about that at the time. God, they must have been losing their absolute banana. Who was the ref in that game? I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but <laughs> whew, probably wasn't loving life at that point. Um, but, you know, if hey, you they found the date, it'd be. If you found the if you have the date, it's easy to look. Oh, yeah. No, I could look it up. I'll, I can find the game. Yeah. It won't be hard to find the game. But, uh, it was uh, it was not an ideal game, but that's amazing. Ten. The NHL record, by the way, is eleven consecutive. Uh, Chicago did it in two thousand six, seven, and then Montreal did it in two thousand eight and nine. So um, as bad as it is for the orders, and the orders, by the way, they were tied for second most seven consecutive penalties in the NHL history. Philly leads with eighteen. In your random facts of the day here on uh, Sports wow. 1440. So I uh, did a little research, helped out with uh, from Stewart at the NHL to, to help me out with that one. So, um, But the orders, hey, they took too many penalty spec. There's no question about it. Um, uh, could St. Louis have probably been called on a few? I think that's fair. But I actually, that's what I dug into today. The orders, Connor McDavid is actually drawing more penalties this year than he did last year. But the orders as a team are drawing fewer penalties. So the rest of the guys, they got to do more, I think, to make the other team uncomfortable and put them in a place to make it to make an infraction and draw a penalty. Yeah, I mean, how do you draw penalties? It's because you have the puck. It's because they're chasing you, right? I mean, and that's why you, they took all those penalties because St. Louis was kicking their rear ends and the orders were on the chase all the time. Uh, not every penalty, but a bunch of them. So, you know, I would say this, Jay, the the – Every hockey, you never win 60 minutes of a hockey game. And when you get to the playoffs, the split really gets tight. You may win 32 minutes of a hockey game, you know, in a really close playoff game. It might be 35 minutes. So my point is, a mature team 
And when, when the Oilers have shown they can be this team, when it goes, when the other teams get in their share and when the, te- the games go on the other team's way, you need to mitigate it. It can't be such a wild swing that every five minutes of the opponent, you know, playing better than you is a goal, right? You got to be able to survive though. They're coming like that time in game five in Vegas last year, you know, Vegas took that period over and they also scored three goals in five minutes, right? That five minutes has to surrender only one goal. And I think we saw that recently during their streak. They didn't win every period during those streaks at all but they defended well. They killed penalties. You just need a a veteran, calm ability to say, okay, it's the other team's turn to run the show a little bit here. It's going to come. We can handle this, guys. It doesn't mean we need to be fishing the puck out of our net. And they've lost that confident edge a little bit right now. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, What do you make of the coach changing the lines? Well, he's a coach whose team's not playing very good, so every coach changes lines. I don't mind that. Um, you know, I, I'm fine with it. I'm, what do you think? I don't have a problem with any of them. I think we look back on they're changing the defenseman, and maybe we say, I thought it was a good idea. Maybe it turns out it wasn't. Uh, I don't mind changing these lines up. Yeah, the forwards are different than D-man, I find. Consistency there on the blue line, there seems to be a little bit, uh, you need more connection uh, at times. Uh, McDavid and Drysaddle, we saw it before. They they did it for a few games. It worked. Um, I, it, to me, Nugent, Hopkins, Kane, and Hyman, there is zero reason. And actually, we're good in the third period as a line. So, to me, there's zero reason why that can't be a very formidable second line. The three good players. Yeah. Right? Three good players. A guy that scores from distance a guy that scores from in tight close uh, and a, and a distributing centerman who can also rip off a pretty nice wrist shot. Right. Like you tell me why those three guys can't be a good line. Absolutely, man. And, and you know what, Corey Perry playing next to McDavid and he, he's got Perry right up with McDavid and Drysaddle. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I love it because those two guys don't, they don't even need another guy. Right, they don't need another guy to help them score, and all Perry's going to do is create havoc in front of the net and make some screens and bang in the rebounds. And he might be a great guy for that spot. You know, maybe short term, maybe not long term. Certainly short term, I don't mind that spot at all. What do you think of Corey Perry last night, Spec? I like Corey Perry. I've always liked Corey Perry. Right, I, I liked him. You know, I'm not a fan. I'm an observer of the game. I liked him when he played for Anaheim. I I watched that hockey in the bubble when he was playing for Dallas, right? When he lost that cup to Tampa here in Edmonton, he was fantastic in those series, all the way up for Dallas. And uh, I like him. I liked him in Montreal, and I liked him in Tampa, and I like him here, man. That, that goal he scored last night was a perfect example. He got body position. That puck came to him. Nobody could take it from him because he was smart enough, right, smart enough to be in the right spot before that puck even arrived. By the time he got there, he was running the show. Yeah, you know, Perry's, Perry's you know, to me, is kind of what I was expecting from him. Uh, I actually think he's been in position to score more goals. I think being off for a while, his hands were a little rusty. He gets that first one. I won't be surprised to see him pound home a few more spec. I've actually, I think Corey Perry's come in and you know what? Uh, he's agitated. We saw the, you know, slapping the, the stick out of the goalie's hand that led to a Vander Kane goal, right? He's trying to get some juice <laughs> in the lineup last night by, uh, you know, going after Scandella, you know, two guys that don't fight a ton, but you're just, you're trying to get some energy into a team like, the more I watch the orders here, when they when they play some of the better teams spec, 
the more I see this team's got to add some 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 juice to their lineup here. A few guys that got a little bit more edge uh, on their team, whether it's on the fourth line, whether, you know, if you're, you know, like I would take Mantha over Eberly and some of the other guys that were mentioned just because you need somebody with a little bit more size. And I still think this team, when you get into some of the heavier teams, they're lacking there. What about Patty Maroon? What do you think of him? Can you have Corey Perry and Patty Maroon on the same team? Uh, well, Tampa did. Um, so I guess you can, uh, like, I don't know. Maroons, he's, he's slowed down a lot. A is hurt right now too. So that probably, uh, you know, we'll see when he comes back and, you know, I think, and you know, Patty Maroons out for six weeks, you know, he's not necessarily Mr. Conditioning anyway. So, um, yeah, I don't, he doesn't, my concern about Maroon is he's a fourth line guy who doesn't kill penalties. So how does he, it's hard to stay involved in the game when you don't kill penalties. I know he did it in Tampa, so he can do it. So maybe that's the one thing. I, I wouldn't be opposed to it, right? Yeah. Like I don't think the cost is a lot, but I guess my other question is if you're Minnesota and like Bill Guerin loves Bill Guerin type guys, right? Like and I think Maroon's that guy. He wants Minnesota to be a tough physical team and and Minnesota spec, like they could easily come from behind here and, and like be in the playoff race. So I'm not sold on well, they might, they would they sell might. off yet. But yeah, he's not a bad name. I got to see him back playing right after after he gets off the injury. Yeah, like I I guess I question, you know, you're looking for the perfect guy. I want a fourth line guy who can still skate, who can mix things up, who can change momentum, who can kill penalties. That's a lot of that's a tall order, right? You might only get some of those components is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, I don't know who's coming out of your lineup. I mean, if you're bringing in. Two forwards, you know, who's coming out of the lineup as we see it right now. Uh, Gagne's not getting anywhere close to the lineup. Obviously, you're taking Yanmark out, likely, and you're probably taking Ryan out. So that means one of these guys has to be not just a center, but a right-shot center, because mm-hmm. Ryan's your only right-shot center. Yeah, that's why, to me, so, Dowd you know, in Washington. Okay, I mean, yeah. now you... So the point is, you, we're getting pretty specific on what we're trying to do here. You're trying to bring in two fourth-line guys that have specific roles that got to kill penalties. Yeah. Because everyone we're taking out here kills yeah. penalties, right? Yeah. Everyone you're taking out kills penalties. So, you know, I'm not saying it can't be done, but I I like the fact... I, I agree with what we started with here. For, for 20 years, the orders have lacked edge. You know, they lack edge. They don't have... Back in the day, Essa and stirred the pot, and then, of course, he was backed by so much toughness, it was obscene. Yeah. Uh, I get it, times have changed. But now, like, you got Corey Perry, and I love what he does out there. And then you got, uh, you know, you got Evander Kane. He'll get in there and mix it up for sure. After that, you know, no one's got a glove in anyone's face. You know, Nurse is tough, but he's reactionary tough. He doesn't, he's not in there starting stuff. I don't see a defenseman on the orders that starts anything. Yeah. You know, no one, no one, you, you never leave the rink. And this has been going on for 20 years. It's like the es- the Elks kick return game that maybe they finally solved, Jay. They haven't had a kick returner for 20 years. Well, the orders haven't had a guy for 20 years where you leave the rink going, man, that guy was a pain in the ass to play against, right? Yeah. They haven't had that guy. And I'm with you. I'll come playoff time. Give me a couple of add another one of those to Perry and with Kane backing them up and then nurses some muscle. Now you got a hockey team here, I think. Uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. Three weeks uh, from today, of course the uh, the NHL trade deadline, the orders 
uh, I think are going to be uh, big contributors of it. Uh, I think they'll be in the mix on a lot of different things. Um, Carrick's another oh. guy, Spec, you can put on the list of, of center icemen that I think, uh, you know, would fit the bill of what Edmonton's looking for uh, for their team. He's got a little bit of uh, spice, 32-year-old guys, not expensive, right, kind of fits the bill uh, of what they want. Uh, I made it clear on what I think would be a good one. You know, I understand trading two guys from one team doesn't happen very often, but we've seen it, right? And uh, we saw O'Reilly, and they they kind of, quote, threw in Noel Achari. And uh, to me, that's what I would try to do. If, I, if I'm if i getting Dowd, I would really want to get Beck Malenstein thrown into that deal because I think it oh. – uh, He's six foot three. He kills penalties. Um, he can play defensive zone starts. They play together on a line. I think you get two thirds of a line and it really upholds your fourth line. Um, yeah, I'm not, that's, yeah, I don't I, mind that. You know, harder. I get that it's, uh, you know, it's not just an easy trade to make, but when I look at like the orders, I think the more we watch them, it's become abundantly clear what their biggest areas of need are. Right. Is that fair? Yeah. It's, it's never the high end guy, right? Yeah. It's never the high end guy. And that's why. You know, you wonder about dry settles right side. Can you make do without it? The other thing is Frank Cervelli's reporting the orders are, are are quite involved in Tanev talks too. So, you know, now we, we haven't even addressed the defense where your seventh defenseman on this team that's trying to play four rounds of hockey here, your seventh defenseman's a minor league guy in Roberg. Mm-hmm. So you know what? If you're if you can only add two players I'll ask Wanye this because I I haven't heard much from him here. Well, you know I'm going to say have two players. Mm-hmm. Does one of them have to be a defenseman? Well, one of them has to rhyme with Jordan Eberle, and that's yeah. it, no. ignoring team toughness, ignoring all of those statements you guys just made. You're forgetting vibes, <laughs> and on vibes alone, bringing back Jordan Eberle and having him with Sam Gagne next to Leon and Connor, we are reversing the decade of darkness by doing this. So I say vibes, Speck. Vibes over everything. Oh, uh, so so Gagne becomes your second line center. I like this. You got to, like and then Jordan Everly on the uh, wing, and he's gap tooth and, they and they smiley. Get back? Sure, absolutely. Maybe get Smitty back. Let's go all the way for it, Speck. <laughs> Smitty skating down in Nashville. I know it for a fact. He could come back. Okay, and the defenseman, the defenseman they could bring in could be Petrie. Yeah. Well, I, I think for a D, <laughs> I, I think for a D man, like maybe they swing big for the fences. Like if they trade for Tanev, though, you pretty much have to move out Cody Cece because they don't have the cap space to do it. Yeah, right. So I think you're right. And so I maybe they do that, um, but I, I think even if they bring in Tanev, then they still have to bring another defenseman because if CD's going out, they still need a seventh defenseman who's a veteran. And uh, I think that's something they'd look for. And, like, it doesn't have to be a big, splashy name. You know, now, if Minnesota's suddenly in the playoff race, well, that takes out Zach Bogosian. But if he's not, then I think Zach Bogosian is an ideal number seven defenseman to bring in. I totally agree. A guy like that. So, I mean, that's my question. I'll ask you, right? Do you... Like, if they bring – I don't think they have cap space, budget, uh, roster, roster movement. I don't think they have enough to, to bring in more than two guys. I don't think they can handle bringing in three players. Does one of the two players have to be a D-man, Jake? Yes, for sure. They're bringing in de- – 100% yeah. they're bringing in defense. But I, I calculated the numbers, I think, that because they're going to have close to $2 million in cap space. And then if you bring in guys where you move out of Yanmark in the deal, well, money in, money out at that point, right? Um, so I, I do think there's a way to make a three, uh, you know, team trade uh, – three players acquired uh, simply because you're going to be moving out some of the guys off the roster in order to make it happen. That's why. 
maybe. Yeah. Spec, uh, enjoy the uh, back-to-back afternoon affairs on uh, Saturday and Monday. Have a good, happy um, family day, and we'll chat with you on Tuesday. All right, boys. Have a great family day weekend, everybody. Take care, Spec. That's uh, Mark Spector. The uh, Spec Report brought to you by GS Construction. We'll come back. Uh, Al Mitchell, a.k.a. Low Tide, will join us in more on the Oil Report and the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Welcome back. Pause of Friday. Continues on the Gregor Show on Sports 1440. A lot of text flying in. Hey, Gregor, I have to say, I haven't really watched your show on YouTube very often, but I was uh, pretty excited that I watched you uh, rip your microphone apart. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was caught on uh, caught on the live feed. Um, it's funny. I, like, I literally, I didn't even do much. I just kind of moved it over out of the way. Boop, popped off. So, But, uh, hey, our uh, Troy, our uh, ace engineer, will have it fixed for next week. So uh, that's all that matters. That's uh it's good times. You've got to deal with adversity sometimes. You've got to play through injuries, right? That's just what you have to do. You're like Jordan in his flu game right now. Yeah, You're that's just powering right. yeah, through. Very, very comparable. Yeah. Very comparable. Just that's delivering it. under all circumstances. Yeah, exactly. Just showing up, right? Playing sick, playing hurt. That's what we do. Uh, let's get to the uh, oil report brought to you by Volvo Cars Edmonton. You know what they do? All they do is win awards. 13th Excellence Award winner this year in um, Sales and customer service. People keep coming back because the vehicles are great and the service is even better. VolvoCarsEdmonton.com. As we uh, welcome back to the program, joins us every Friday, Alan Mitchell, LT. How you doing? I'm good. I uh, uh, Just before I left today, I unscrewed that microphone. It was hanging by a thread. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I does surprise to warn me. you about that. Yeah, you guys like to turn the thing around. I come in and it's always backwards. I'm like, you know, we're going to have to put a little sign on it. Don't twist the microphone. Um, well, we we just don't care, Jim. That's yeah. the problem. Right, that's true. Know? Yeah. Well, you like tinkering now, so you probably you're uh, now. Some people get all uh, bent out of shape about the, uh, the the line juggling here from Knobloch. Like yesterday, he changed his first line because for the first time maybe all year they were getting absolutely caved in that game yesterday. It was not a good. Uh, game for the first line, uh, five on five. Like you look, uh, the other lines all outshot the Blues except the first line, and then that's why they had to switch them up. And then the new combinations did. Like the order is five on five. It's funny they were just so bad in the second period, but overall in the game, you know what? They had long stretches where they were the better team. But you can't be that bad for twenty minutes, give up four goals, and expect to win. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been listening today, and everything you said the. the you know, Hyman cashes one of those chances. Maybe it's a different game. But in the second period, they, and especially the top line, which we know has been really good, they were, they they just didn't, like, execute. And and when they did, it was a bad execution. And it, it you know, I, I, I'm hesitant to, to say uh, that these lines will hang for long because I don't think they will. But, you know, Perry scored a goal. You have a look at it. It sends a message to everybody who's not playing on that line. I'm a little surprised that that Hyman is off the top line. I don't think it'll last a long, long time. But they they have to be better. Ordinarily, in a game like that, midway through, well, early in the second period, even when it was tied, I thought, okay, well, you know, luck has something to do with it because if Hyman had scored, it would be a two-goal lead. But then they played so poorly, I don't think luck had anything to do with it. And they were they, – they, the referees were clearly, uh, you know, finding infractions the Oilers had. But, you know, DeHarnay doubles down on a penalty. Uh, I think they need to play smarter, and they will. But it, 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 sometimes a game like that is so bad it embarrasses them, and maybe we'll see a really strong effort tomorrow in Dallas. How are you liking Corey Perry so far, LT? What do you make of him? 
he's surprising me. I, I mean, look, he's a hundred years old, and yet everything you hate about him, he's doing except for the Oilers, and it feels weird, man. I'm telling you, it, like I don't know whether to yell at him or cheer, but because he's playing for the Oilers and he's doing the same crap, and and you know the other day when he slashed the stick, I laughed. I thought. There's no way that goal counts. No way, unless it's Corey Perry. If that had been, you know, like, uh, I don't know, you know, pick an oiler right winger over the last 10 years, Connor Brown, they would have called that back, given him a penalty, would have been all kinds of problems. Lee, get involved, give a second-round pick to Calgary. And Corey Perry does it. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a goal. So I think he is exactly what we expected, except a little more. And at his age, that was a surprise to me. Al, the, uh, the penalty kill. It seems teams have figured out a little bit what the orders are doing with the you know the the one three rotation right they they like to over like they keep their forwards rotating a little bit right they don't necessarily obviously they haven't been playing a box the whole time but or maybe it's just St Louis was that good but I know they scored twice yesterday but even Detroit like they 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 found lots of time with the puck and I wonder if we're going to see a slight adjustment here on the PK yeah I I think you're exactly right there. Unlucky. I, I think it was the Detroit game where Debrinket scored, and it was kind of a flub pass. And, and DeHarnay, like he knew what was coming, he just didn't, you know, he wasn't able to execute. It. And it wasn't. I mean, it was kind of a weird pass. But they're they they're they're asking a lot of the penalty killers a lot of movement. And I I do think you're right. I think that that the opposition has found a seam or a hole in that in that structure, and you might want to go back to a little more. Um, I guess one that doesn't require as much movement is what I would say. Although my understanding of penalty kills isn't like a book long or anything, but they had it going so well. I'm pretty confident they'll be able to come up with a a new wrinkle. This scouting staff seems to have an idea about the penalty kill. Um, I still would like a little more speed and a right-handed face-off guy for the PK. Oh yeah, I don't. Uh, um, well, you know my uh, my thoughts on it, uh, Al. So uh, although I, I do think other options, because I think Dowd's going to be highly sought after, but you know I think Carrick is another guy you you could look at. Like, what do you think of Sunquist last night? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, he's uh, people mention him every once in a while, and I would say he's on a list of possibles and. He does, you know, the the thing I worry about, I'll be honest with you, Gregor, if you're right about this Dowd trade and the left winger for the first round pick and they do it, I think you might be impossible for a full calendar year because you will have called a trade two months out. Well, it wouldn't be impossible. I would just be like, hey, it's good to see they're listening. That would be, uh, that would, that would be nice. Um, but no, if, hey, you know what? I, I, like, I'm fully aware that trades are difficult to make. Uh, in the NHL, but not impossible because we've seen lots of good ones. You know, Ken Holland, the uh, the Ekholm trade has worked out uh, extremely well for Edmonton. I don't think there's any debate on that. Um, I just when when I because it getting Dowd was one thing, but I really think they they need they need more physicality. And so as I was looking at Dowd, I started looking at Malenstein. I'm like, geez, this guy plays all the minutes that Dowd plays. Oh, geez, he's on the penalty kill more than Dowd is. Yeah. Oh, geez, this guy's got 140 hits. Like. Okay, he fills a lot of the other boxes that the orders don't. And uh, and then so I started looking at, okay, well, which team trades two guys? It doesn't happen a lot. But last year was the the Ryan O'Reilly and the Nolachari trade. And yeah. and everybody talked, well, they gave up this. And, you know, the, obviously it was Minnesota. I think they had to give him a fourth to retain some of Riley's money. And he obviously had more money than Dowd's going to make. So it's, you don't need that. 
But then, like, Nolachari, people was like, oh, he was thrown in. I'm like, Nolachari's a pretty good player. But it, yeah. a lot of people, it was almost like it made it saying giving up the first was easier to do. So that's where I was like, well, yeah, if it's a first, then I probably got to give a fourth. Well, I don't care. I'll do that because I can get guys for both years and maybe longer. Yeah, and that's like the the one thing about your 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 thought about the capital strike and bringing in two guys is I I do think after last night, uh, a lot of people are thinking that maybe the 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 feel of that fourth line with Brown and Ryan is is a little too samey. And the thing about about the capital straight is the fourth line would look a lot different with those two, no matter who you put on the right wing. It would, it would be a different dynamic. And I think they'd be harder to play against. And there might be nights when they're not the fourth line, they might be the third line. Yeah. No, well, that's exactly it, right? It's that is not just like a fourth that. And to me, they remind me of Vegas's fourth line last year. They're, they were a fourth yep. line by name. And I think sometimes people think fourth line means they're not good. And I'm like, no, no, no. You know what? There's lots. Look at the Islanders when they went to two conference finals out. Their fourth line yep. played a lot of minutes and was hard, right? It can be effective because what that does is it saves some tough minutes from your best players. And it, 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 you're absolutely right, and then you can also do the, as you've mentioned, the, the the defensive zone start could go to the fourth line, and then you know you're on the fly, or offensive zone starts or faceoffs are going to, line or the dry sidle line, and and you can immediately, if you win the draw, you immediately put pressure. You don't have to skate, uh, you know, through the neutral zone and into the offensive zone and gain possession. You're already there, uh, and and you have a line, a fourth line that you can kind of count on for the difficult minutes. I'm not saying we're going to go back to the days of Boyd Gordon, but it is an option that the Oilers don't have right now. Al, have a great weekend. Uh, what's your thoughts in Dallas tomorrow? Yeah, it's going to be tough, guys. I, I, Dallas is so good. They're playing well. I heard your interview about the depth and the, the you know, Harley. I mean, I don't know what the hell. You know, I mean, I know he's a first-round pick, but where did all this come from? Like, Heiskanen's like... He's a really good player, and nobody's talking about him now. They've got really good goaltending. Everybody scores on that team. Their third line is excellent. I, I, I think the Oilers will be very um, motivated because of the St. Louis game. I'll say it's an overtime loss by Edmonton. Ooh, well, they'd probably take that at this point. Al, have a great weekend. We'll chat with you next week. Boys, be good. There you go. That's uh, Al Mitchell, the uh... – Oil Report brought to you by VolvoCarsEdmonton.com. We'll come back. we got Wanye's World and more to wrap things up on a busy, busy Friday. And the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca coming to you live in the E-Well studio, your electrical distributor. For all things electrical, you think E-Well, E-W-E-L.ca. Pause of Friday uh, rolling through. Jason Gregor, Connor Halley, Wanye Gretz. It's time for uh, Wanye's World brought to you by Action Electrical. Take action on your savings right now. Go to actionelectrical.net. Now, Gregor, I don't know if you're paying attention to Connor McDavid's fiance's Instagram account like I do, Lauren Kyle, but she posted an amazing video on Monday night. And it, the caption read, Connor's idea of a romantic Monday. And it was her and Connor and Lenny the dog running wind sprints. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And in this video, they put the camera down, they're all running. Connor is just flying down the street in Edmonton running. And he keeps on running around the corner, accelerating into it and off into the night. And I'll tell you what, this guy wants to win. And it is mind-boggling to think when you read the lists of who are the best athletes in sports right now, and you've got Mahomes, and you've got LeBron, you've got these names, and Connor McDavid is in those conversations. We are extraordinarily lucky that one of the best athletes in the world is running wind sprints in Edmonton on a Monday night. And I think that we should take note, because he's got that Mamba mentality this year. Yeah, Um I'm not surprised by it. Um, I think, I think most people don't really understand how much commitment athletes have to their craft. They they see them play the game. That is probably like fifteen percent of wow. their commitment to it, right? Like, because you think so. The games end now. If you're lucky. Here you go to June, but most teams are so well. Half the league is done on April fifteenth, right? Then you have uh, another eight teams are done by the end of the month, right? Then you have another four teams done in the middle of May, right? So from that middle of May until the middle of September, you train every day, and they train for multiple hours doing multiple different things. And now, hey, people are like, oh, I could do it. Could you? I, and I think that is the biggest fallacy because the people who say, oh, I could do that are the same people, no offense, who can't even just stay slim and healthy. But they think they're going to train to be an elite-level athlete. right? Because the money isn't the motivator. Because guess what? When they were 15 and 16 and 17, they weren't making money. Or 18 or 19, 20. Right? They, they weren't getting millions of dollars. And, and lots of them, you know what? You're a, you're a you know, a borderline NHL, you're up and down. It's it's still good money, don't get me wrong. But you've put in years and years of work. Like Derek Ryan didn't make the NHL until he's 28. That's crazy. Right? 28. So I, I do – it is ha- way harder than I think most people believe. But even among the dedicated NHL yeah. players, Connor's in a different level of commitment, even among those players, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Well, no, he is – you don't get to be the best of the best without having extreme 
high work ethic, right? Yeah. Uh, they talked about Gretzky's work ethic off the charts, Sidney Crosby's work ethic off the charts. So it doesn't surprise me that Connor McDavid is, uh, is you know, like that. And, and, and he's ultra focused, right? Like that's his whole thing. And, and, and what's difficult about that is you do have to sacrifice a lot of other things. And some people just their personalities like, well, yeah, I'm interested in sports, but I'm interested in art or I'm interested in reading or whatever it is. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. So they did a study on, you know, like most elite level athletes are like extremely hyper focused people. Like they focus on one thing and they can stay and that satisfies them where other people are like, well, I'm focused. I like this, but, you know, I also like this and I like that. Right. Like I know lots of people who work out and stay in great shape. But it's not their job, you know what I mean? Like, you find, hey, I find an hour a day, I work out, it keeps me healthy, all that stuff, but then I get to run a business, or I'm a teacher, or whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. And so, it is, it's a job that I think most people, they see the end result, they see the game, and that's like the most fun part. But like in a lot of cases, there's lots of the stuff we don't see that is not nearly as, is not nearly as exciting, it's not nearly as fun, Right. And so, yeah, it's, you know, it's fun to do a few wind sprints with your, with your uh, fiance and your dog, but that's probably like, you know, the easiest training McDavid does. It just impressed yeah. upon me though, how he's committed to the craft 24 yeah. hours a day. And if you think it's easy to be Lauren Kyle and be Mrs. Connor McDavid, you haven't seen the lifestyle of being Mrs. Connor McDavid. It oh, involves yeah. watching him do wind sprints with the dog on a Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, um, Oh, good for McDavid. And, and he'll, his work ethic usually rubs off. For the most part, other people are like, well, geez, you know what? I got to come close. Now, I don't say it rubs off where everybody is the exact same thing because then every one of Yarmer Jagger's teammates would have been in the rink at 11 o'clock at night, right? Like there, there's, there's a level of it, right? Like Yarmer Jagger still is playing hockey now because I don't think he, he – it's like that's his whole identity. He doesn't know what else to do, right? And so some would say, you know what? That's not great after a while. I, to be honest, I don't think it is. Let him play till he's 80, Gregor. Let yeah, JJ live his hey, dream. I, I'm not. No, it's good. If that's what makes him happy, great. But think about all the other stuff like that, that, you know, you do have to sacrifice. You can't have everything, right? Like it's hard, right? So, um, but good for McDavid. I haven't seen the video, but how fast was he? Did you just talk? Just motoring. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder who's the fast because sprinting and skating is very different, right? I wonder who, like if I had to pick who is their fastest sprinter on their team. I'd probably pick Nurse because I heard he was a pretty good runner. So we'll see. On behalf of Wanya and Connor Halley, I'm Jason Greger. Have a great weekend. Please do not drink and drive. Be smart. Get home safe. Don't be inebriated. No edibles. Nothing when you're behind the wheel. Have an awesome time. Have a great family day weekend. Let's get to the Conman Sports 1440 update brought to you by Douglas Mattress. And hey, after a big night, uh, you know what? The last thing you want is a crappy mattress. And that's what Douglas gives you is the perfect sleep every night so you can have party time and be up for the matinee games. Go to douglas.ca slash Nation. Get yours today. Good night. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.